The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills. Hope you're still riding high from that 31-10 victory over the Los Angeles Rams for our beloved Bills on Thursday night football. Excited to be back with you guys again this week talking about the team. Going to dig in a, a little bit deeper to some of the snap count information that comes out. I think when we talk about the offseason, OTAs, preseason football, training camp, of course, so many different questions out there of who might play where, what this might look like. And I think at least through one week gives us a little bit of a picture as to where Sean McDermott's head is. Of course, that of Ken Dorsey and Leslie Frazier, the offensive and defensive coordinators, and what things could look like for the team moving forward. Excited to share with you guys today, too. We have a new sponsor of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, our friends at homage.com. Uh, coming on board and appreciate them and just kind of everything that they're doing. These guys have some great Buffalo Bills designs. I'm actually sporting the NFL Jam Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs t-shirt as we speak. And I got more info on that in the show notes, how you could pick up yours or one of the great designs that they have as well. Now, going forward with this, we take take a peek at these snap counts, right? And what's taking place for the Bills. And I'll include that article in the show notes as well. Coming to you from buffalorumblings.com. My man Scarecrow pulling that together. And we'll have that for you again in the notes. But really, let's talk about the offense first. A couple things really stood out to me. The first one, Stefan Diggs. Playing 64% of the snaps. Being in on 38 of the 59 snaps during the game. Now, when you talk about Diggs, right, I think there's always that expectation. Here's a guy that's going to play about, oh, I don't know, uh, 100% of the snaps or somewhere around the 90% mark, right, when it comes to his importance and what he means for the Bills. And I'll be honest with you, too, as I'm watching the game, I'm not thinking to myself like, oh, my gosh, Stefan Diggs, he's not in the game at this point, right? He's he's sitting out. I mean, every once in a while, you'll get a camera shot, shows him maybe getting a breather. But again, playing 64% of the snaps, still delivering eight receptions for 122 yards and a touchdown. Honestly, as you look at it, you're thinking to yourself, okay, is this something that the Bills are going to kind of manage his snaps throughout the season? 
to make sure that he stays fresh, to make sure that he's okay moving forward? Is it something that maybe in Los Angeles the other night, you know, teams playing in 90 degree humid temperatures and they're just looking to manage this a piece? Or is this now it's Stefan Diggs at this point in his career, still one of the top marquee wide receivers in all of football, but they're going to give him maybe a little bit of time just to, to, again, get some of that rest so he can be fresh down the stretch this season. We can talk about the early games. Of course, we want to see the Bills win each and every week. But with that, the key is that Stefan Diggs is going to be healthy for that stretch run, healthy for the playoffs. And we certainly have seen him in the past maybe be dinged up late in the season based on the amount of usage that he has had. But him playing 64% of the snaps, again, completely dominant performance with those eight receptions for 122 yards and a touchdown. Honestly, he could have gone nine for nine, that one kind of just off, and you saw him motion right to Josh Allen, like making that that gesture with his fingers, like it was just an inch away for that one taking place where he could have had his second touchdown and gone nine for nine in the game. Another piece that stood out for me on the offensive side of the ball, what was taking place at slot receiver? We know Diggs was moved in the slot for a few snaps on Thursday night, but really the question was like, okay, it looks like Isaiah McKenzie is going to be the starter. And what does that mean for Jamison Crowder? Crowder was active. It was actually rookie Khalil Shakir who was inactive on the game. Crowder was the primary punt returner, but he also played 18 snaps on Thursday. For McKenzie, he was there for 26 out of 59 snaps at 44%. And again, 31% for Crowder. The two wide receivers, they combined for five receptions, 47 yards, and the touchdown from McKenzie. And it was just an interesting usage. You know, I wasn't sure going into this. We all thought, okay, McKenzie's going to be the starter. That proved to be true. But Crowder being worked in, making an impact in the game, right? Three receptions for 28 yards. Both McKenzie and Crowder were targeted on one of Josh Allen's two interceptions, uh, I, I kind of chuckled there for a second because that first one to McKenzie kind of bouncing off his chest, just sort of some dumb luck there because I think McKenzie would have been able to haul it in. But, uh, you know, credit to the Rams for kind of swarming to the ball and making that play happen. And uh, at least with Crowder and Allen going across the middle, it, it, you know, it's kind of some different opinions on that. Kurt Warner was tweeting about it during the game. Um, kind of taking some of the blame off of Allen. We saw some different things. Regardless of what took place with that, I guess where I'm going with this is, at least for the time being, you could see this being both of these guys getting getting usage for the Bills in McKenzie and Crowder, and I'll be curious to see what that looks like moving forward. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm sure like many of you, kind of keeping an eye on things as it related to the cornerback position. Um, Who was going to get the start between the rookies? Was it going to be Kyer Elam, the first-round pick out of Florida, or Christian Benford, the sixth-round selection out of Villanova? For Thursday night's game, it ended up being Benford, where he played 39 out of 67 snaps for 58%. It was Elam with 30 snaps out of 67, 45%. And Dane Jackson was expected to be the starter, right? That did take place. He appeared in 97% of the snaps, 65 out of 67 on the night. 
Now, we understood that the Bills played primarily in zone coverage on Thursday night, something Christian Benford more comfortable with from his time at Villanova than something Kair Elam, much more of a press man coverage uh, experience for him out of Florida, and Benford getting the nod. Now, at first, I was shaking my head a little bit. If it's a coin flip, if you're going with some sort of a platoon, don't you start the first-round pick over the sixth-round pick, almost validating your general manager and what's taking place? But that is not something that happened. I'm not talking about this like it's any sort of a controversy, but I will be curious to see what happens moving forward and, of course, what things will look like for the Bills' cornerback room when Tredavious White returns off the pup in potentially four weeks, right? He's going to be on the pup list for at least the first four games. How much time it takes him to ramp up before he can actually play remains to be seen, but something we'll certainly be keeping an eye on. So again, Benford getting the start. Elam, you know, the two of them kind of platooning here, I guess you could say with the, you know, looks like Benford getting those two additional snaps to close out the game when Dane Jackson came off the field, kind of a 55-45 split between the two and something that we will certainly monitor moving forward. Going to take a break real quick. When we come back, going to talk about our pain homage segment that we have. Something new for you here each and every week and want to talk about one of the newest additions to the Buffalo Bills and the impact that he had on Thursday night. So hang on. We'll be right back on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you. Second segment of the show, and it is time to be paying homage. Our new segment that we'll have each and every week this season. We talk about paying homage honestly. This segment will feature either a Buffalo Bill, maybe some Buffalo Bills fans, maybe some other content creators out there that are doing some great work. Um, really just someone that we want to pay some respect to. Again, paying homage brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Now, as we go through this week, honestly, right, a new segment, I'm thinking to myself leading into this, like, gosh, I hope somebody stands out. What can this really be? And it truly became just a, a no-brainer early in the game that Von Miller was going to be the player that we would be singling out this week. You know, when we think about that signing this offseason, him coming to Buffalo six years, $120 million, um, the excitement needing that the Bills needed to do something along the defensive line, a, a little bit of trepidation, right, when you're thinking to yourself, six years, $120 million, Miller being 33 years old, right, Anytime you're signing a guy on the wrong side of 30, you're thinking to yourself, there might be some question, but just what type of player was he going to look like? Obviously had a great finish in Los Angeles last season, so you're hoping that some of that would carry over for the future Hall of Famer. And Von Miller out there, he was that guy on Thursday night. I mean, right from the jump, he gets that first sack, just driving the tackle right back five yards into Matthew Stafford, getting the sack, 
set that tone early for the Buffalo Bills defense. I mean, you think about that whole defensive line and the performance that they had on Thursday night. I mean, yeah, guys stepping up, Jordan Phillips, A.J. Epinesa, Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Basham. But it starts with Von Miller, right? That's the piece. I mean, you can look at things and say, here is the future Hall of Famer coming into Buffalo. Can he live up to the expectations? The Buffalo Bills social media team, who has been doing a fantastic job as of late, right? They kind of introduced that Von Miller video the day before the game, right? The burn them all video. And if you haven't seen it yet, my gosh, go to buffalobills.com, go to one of their social media accounts, check it out because it certainly was incredibly well done. And it shows Miller there. And again, so like leading into this, it's like, man, the expectations were high for him coming into Buffalo. You watch something like that before the game. Yeah, it gets the adrenaline flowing, but you're just thinking like, man, I hope he can deliver. And he certainly did on Thursday night. Again, Von Miller helping set that tone. A dominant performance for the Buffalo Bills defense. You know, and and kind of circling back with the snap count piece, he was only on the field for 52% of the snaps. Again, Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, still going with that healthy rotation when it comes to the defensive line as they had in the past because I wasn't sure what they were going to do with Miller. Here's a guy traditionally playing 80-plus percent of snaps in the past. Again, maybe things will be different in different weeks, but for him being 33 years old, to only play 52% of the snaps and still deliver those two sacks, three tackles for loss, four tackles overall, It was a dominant performance for him and the Buffalo Bills defensive line. And we've talked about it in the past, right? Different things the team has done. Of course, they draft Rousseau and Basham and the arrow still pointing up on those two young guys. Hopefully we can say the same for A.J. Epinesa, a great start for him. But right, like the the team had never had that real game wrecker at defensive end. So this week when we talk about paying homage, man, for me it was Von Miller and that was an easy choice. I could have given it to all the members of Bill's Mafia that were out there in Los Angeles representing by all reports, the pictures, the videos. Just it seemed like it was probably 30% Bill's fans there in Los Angeles. But again, Von Miller, really that guy that stands out. So for him, he is that week one. When you talk about paying homage, he is the guy. And again, thanks to the guys at homage.com for supporting the show. So I'm going to get out of here for now. Kind of been talking about the game a bit. It, it feels nice, right, to have that 1-0 start to the season for the Bills. Of course, looking forward to the home opener against the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, another great challenge for the Bills. I mean, obviously, week one has not taken place yet at the for the, the rest of the NFL at the time of recording this. But we'll have plenty of info here at buffalorumblings.com to get you ready for that matchup as well. So if you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here on any platform that you get your podcast. And of course, go to the YouTube channel as well, youtube.com backslash Buffalo Rumblings to get all of those shows as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here for now. And as always, go Bills.